0: and welcome back to the Chaluminati podcast. As always, I am one of your hosts and only one. I'm trying to make a decision right now. I'm, I'm Mike, by the way, one of one of your hosts. And I'm joined today by- Hi, Mike. Hi, how's it going? Hey, hey, Mike. Hey, how's it going? Uh, What's up, Mike? You know What's the, up, Mr. Mike? Don't call me Mr. Mike. I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> I, uh, Mr. Mike. I'm joined by the Johnny Knoxville and Steve-O. No, I already did that one. That's unfortunate. You're tenacious D today. Congrats. Okay. Okay. You're tenacious. Deep which today. one's
1: which, though? That's Alex the real is, question. Alex See? is Jack Black for real. Let's not pretend. Am I, though? I feel like I've calmed yeah, down. I feel, you got this Jack Black, like, crazy vibe. And I've got the I'm going to go along with you and, like, okay. kind of hype you up about your craziness vibe. Okay. And everyone, yeah. look, everyone needs their, like, T-shirt wearing guitar playing pal in the background.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. Everybody needs that. I can that. harmonize with you, bro. Yeah, that's beautiful. You, you got to have your
0: cage. You two have been harmonizing for a long time now on your content from as far back as
2: Yes
0: uh, Scary Game Squad. Is that your first YouTube series you guys did together?
2: Go go check out. Speaking of Scary Game Squad, go check out <laughs> YouTube.com slash OMFGCata. That's <a> great <laughs> old joke great... to my
1: water. Yeah, I, God. <laughs> I
2: haven't heard that
0: link in a long time. Oh, <laughs> my God. Does that still work? Somebody out there was like, "Wait, <laughs> that him? Like somebody just pieced I'm, it I'm together. Gonna go, I'm
1: going to go. I'm doing that right now. Does that still work? <laughs> go check out SGS episode one of. It still works, is live baby. Now. I'm right I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> oh hell yeah! <laughs> it's coming
2: out. Get ready. World of Warcraft cat- Cataclysm, baby. <laughs> it's the on
0: Clism the way. is here. Man, there was no forethought on that particular name, huh?
1: Did I ever tell you that I wanted them to call it the Clism? <laughs> <laughs> the Clism is just that's so. That sounds like on edge. They kept being like, it's Kata. I'm like, or it's Clism. And they're like, what? And I'm like, it sounds cooler. It sounds Clism. better.
0: Clism. 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 Kind of sounds sexual. Clism. Clism.
1: Yeah, little. but like, that's what sells these days.
2: The clism sounds like an STD that killed everyone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Alex, Alex, come on. That was your perfect segue. I got to shove it back over to you. You know what else sells well, Alex? Speaking of
2: shoving things over to us, head over to patreon.com
0: slash pod where you can
2: shove money that you have of your own disposable income into our Patreon account. And in return, you get to have a great YouTube slash podcast slash movie Comedy podcast that comes out at a regular, public, enjoyable, free to listen rate for all. You yep. get ad free wow. episodes. You can get wow. art. You can get freaking. What what can't you get? What can't you get? Ask yourself that. What can't you get? You can't buy it. At patreon.com slash chilluminati pod. You can't. Nobody can buy power except for the chilluminati. Right, and all right. we bought it by lending the Illuminati some very strong weed. <laughs> and that's how we got in. And that weed became. The Boston baked bean boy.
0: Oh, they He's did a ritual. Oh my god, they did a ritual on the weed that we gave <laughs> they, them they, they and they brought it to ritual life.
2: On a can
0: of baked beans
2: <laughs> and only one they tr- bean. They lived. tried to reverse engineer it. Yeah, they tried to reverse engineer it. <laughs> and he, it was like Ninja Turtles, but like just way worse.
1: Right, it was Secret of the Years way all worse. over again. Yeah, 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 He's so
2: fragile. Just one, one. Like a little bit too much pressure, and he's just a pace. But he smokes
1: weed. It's crazy.
0: He smokes weed. That's that's, that's all he does. It's all he wants. It's what powers him. You make a good uh, a good point there, Alex. We just released the public episode two of our Rotten Popcorn Pod. It was Mothman Prophecies. No, what was our episode two? No, Mazes and Monsters was our episode two. How could you forget? I don't know how I still in game today. He's still IG out there. He's stuck in game forever. And if you are on our Patreon, Patreon, or if you're a patron on our Patreon, there's five others. Episode seven just dropped on Patreon, and we just watched Jane in the Lost City, which was, I think, surprising for all three of us.
1: It was certainly surprising, yes. It's, I all, had a great time. Yes. I loved every second of it. I can't stop thinking about Tom Hanks was still mm-hmm. in character as his character. He would be Tom Hanks yeah. today, looking the same way, but just like. But IG? Behold, yeah. me lady.
2: <laughs> yeah, on his giant, like. <laughs> Old money, New York property, <laughs> wandering around in the woods like some yeah. fucked up modern
0: version of the Great Gatsby.
1: Do you think he would have found it's, love, someone, to, <laughs> someone to cosplay with him all the time?
0: Oh yeah, there's somebody who would be willingly not having. Yeah, there'd be. Somebody if you got a good there. enough
1: DM, you can do
0: anything. You know, you're right. You're right. Oh my god, she could be the DM, and they'd be the perfect couple. Oh my god, there
2: should be a stoner comedy of people, a, a team of D D guys trying to go get tom hanks and like get him catch him and become his dm dude Take i out. was gonna say like Whoa. they left us
0: with some cliffhanger bait like you could do a lot with that that would be it fun it could be set in mazes and monsters world.
1: resurrection oh yeah because <laughs>
2: they
0: need him to come back yeah you're right oh man oh
2: my god it's like it's like the real world explanation for jumanji that destroys your imagine like destroys
0: your dreams dude you do a whole movie in this fantasy world and then have the twist reveal at the end it was all in his head and like he's like in the middle of a new york street with his larping friends who kidnapped him from his own home it's
1: actually just modern tom hanks it's literally just tom hanks
2: walking around in like plain clothes (laughs) like everyone in america will understand it'll be
0: a hit i want that so bad also, before we get into our episode, last thing, our live show tickets are officially on sale, everybody. October 25th what? in L.A. at the Teragram Ballroom. You can go to ChaluminatiPod.com right now and go grab those tickets. Much like last time, we have a very limited number of VIP tickets. and I think we're already halfway through them. And then we have a general admission tickets that you can scoop up before they sell out. Again, shaluminantipod.com. Yeah, the VIPs sell out pretty friggin' quick almost every time. So there's there's only a hand, not a handful, but there's only a few left. Uh, Go check it out if you plan on coming to the show. Already we have people in our Discord who have booked flights and hotels and everybody's getting together and be like, where are we going to go? Where are we going to hang out? Where how many of go? them,
1: question, how many of them mm-hmm. are going to wingman for me and bring their incredibly attractive redheaded friend to marry me? Question. Okay, so you
0: already, you're, you're hitting the point pool of hard order. by just saying redheaded because
1: that's a small pool. You know what? I'm willing to stick a toe in that small pool. A toe is weird. Yeah. I'm willing to stick a toe in that small pool, my friend. Yeah, Ooh. all I'm saying is, why is it so hard <laughs> for people to drag their friends to the <laughs> show merely to set them up with me? What is up with that? Why is that such yeah, a problem? Why is that so hard? Why Uh, is that so hard? You and me are going to work in secret to convince your friend that doesn't know any better to fall in love with me. What is wrong with that? Nothing I can think of. Uh, (laughs) Head on over. And if you want a wingman for me, you can be
2: sure and pick up your glow-in-the-dark vampire teeth for hashtag Alex's big smile, which is going to happen one minute after the beginning of the show. One minute after the (laughs) beginning of the show. You will
1: forget this.
0: I'm not not going to forget this.
2: This look at I already did it a whole week. How much farther could I possibly even yourself
0: week to week? You will actually never forget. Yeah. Find me me on Twitter at
2: Facianier at Mathis Games at Jesse Cox.
0: Find me on on Twitter. Have already bought. Somebody said they bought a 12 pack like to hand out to people. Yeah. To hand no, out on no, Amazon. There's that's a link collusion. I just retweeted
1: collusion. it. That's what I wanted. Remind me. Let's get it trending. We're going to get on stage and you're going to forget in the moment. And that's what I'm going to enjoy. <laughs> someone in the audience is going to have to remind you. They're going to be like, there's no way. Alex, I brought their teeth. And you're going to have to sit there and be like, oh, I'm so dumb. Hopefully,
2: there's a sea of glowing mouths out there. So there's no I way that I can forget. I absolutely hate As soon as the lights go down, they're going to try. The, the, the This house staff is going to be so confused because they're going to try and put the lights down. But instead, it's still going to be lit with like a light green glow (laughs) from the audience. How do you think it's going to be, bro? (laughs) Dude, get ready. Those things glow in in the dark. Hashtag Alex's big smile. Don't forget. Never forget.
0: All right. Well, uh, on that, Mathis, gonna... do you
1: need a wingman for something? So far, we no, have I'm two wingmen. I'm wingman. pretty
0: solid. Like, I, I mean, you could wingman me to keep me away from the aliens, but I just don't think they're going to show Wait, up. Wait, They want to
1: keep you away.
0: No, you know, in case you want, no, you want to keep me away from the aliens. That's that's what I'm asking you to do. You need to be my like guardian protector in case I make an impulsive decision to walk away with somebody who claims to be a star child to their mothership, and I just get murdered in an alley. Yo, star children. Have we done an episode on Star Children? No, because they're part of the hybrid program from the Greys. So in talking about the Greys, we've talked about Star Children. <laughs> right, fact, right, right. Of course. We yeah, talked a little bit bad. about mother and right. baby Star Children on their ship last episode. Come on, man. Hold on to your fucking uh, the information. I am my filling bad. your head with information that is actively removing useful information from your brain. So the least you could do is try to hold on to what I teach no, you. I
1: mean, you're right. I'm stupid. Hey, Mathis.
0: Yeah. Speaking of the live show, yeah.
2: wouldn't it be crazy if there was like a high concentration of like UFO fans in one particular area? Like, wouldn't oh, it be yes. crazy if a lot of the people that claim to be abducted all the time, like, like had like stories and yeah. accounts of something like that happening to them? Like a
0: support group kind of convention style?
2: Yeah. Like, like, like they come together uh-huh. to share stories about being abducted. <laughs> I feel like it would raise the amount of abductions that would happen in a particular area.
0: What do you think about that? Do you think it might raise the vibrational state of our species? I think so. I think that makes sense to me, what you're saying. Well, well. It's funny you say that because this happened before, actually, back in nineteen, 19 get 1994, out of town. Wild time over on Coronado in That's San when, Diego. Uh, isn't that when uh, Bill Clinton was president? It was, and he was there, which was really strange. No, shut the fuck up. Though the the thing is, his his piece in this story has sadly come and gone. He he was there when it happened. Is basically I'm being so Alex. Are, you, are we the same way? I'm being real good right now. Uh-oh.
1: That was that was, that was the easiest oh, joke yeah.
0: in the history of jokes. <laughs> I'm being a good boy. It didn't, it didn't click with me. You might as well make that joke, though. Come on. Nope. Now. No, you're nope. just going to hold no. it?
2: All right. Everybody knows. Who knows? If you know, you know. Yeah, if you know, you know.
0: Keep it to yourself. You got it. Okay. Well, are you an FOB? Are you a friend of Bill? A friend of Bill. That's a, I bet you he makes little pins that are say that. Are you an FOB? And he hands them out to a very specific. I'm pretty sure he
1: doesn't. You I'm don't gonna... think so? Nope.
0: He said, I do not have that type of pin. All right. Well, uh, let's, I guess, redirect to the actual topic today, I guess. Today, everybody, is the final, final episode of the Coronado group abduction over from 1994, which involved multiple people being taken away from a UFO convention of a sort, where people who've had experiences and other professionals in the field come together, share stories, tell their, their tales or give their theories. If you've ever gone, I would love, by the way, to go to a UFO convention with the two of you. Like, okay. I would yeah. utterly love to do that. And then we could talk about that on like a mini soda or something. And then eventually it'll make its way public. Um, this is official. Okay.
2: What's the email to email the Chiluminati podcast? If you are chiluminatipod at
0: gmail.com is very easy. Chiluminatipod
2: at gmail.com. If you are the organizer of a convention, all it will take is to fly us there. Yeah, we'll just, just go. tell, just fly us there. Just put us up in a
1: hotel room. We don't even we we'll don't do, do a a panel. Panel. We don't need to fly. UFO Festival, Roswell, New Mexico,
0: June 30th, July 2nd,
1: 2023. Let's go.
0: I just say, it's yeah, like, let's, let's just go. Let's just let's go. go. Do it. Let's let's just go. I would love to. Let's I would, just If they go. do panels, oh man, I don't know what we would do at a UFO convention panel other than just like an episode about aliens, but I feel like we might stick out if we kind of did that. Ozark Mountain UFO Conference, 2023, April 14th. Give us
1: 35th anniversary. Let's go. Give
0: us a call. What is Let's go wait what like uh where's ozark where's ozark where ozark mountain where's that ozark mountain i don't know bro i don't know i just know if like where that where what state is that you know the where, international where? ufo conference invites annual philadelphia ufo conference we'll
1: show up well, bro the ozarks the ozarks are in like in like arkansas okay
0: in, okay in so Oklahoma. that's where i was like kind of like trying to figure out anyway that's pretty close yeah that is pretty close i'm we we definitely have to do one end of story we'll just we'll do if we can go to the roswell next year i'm in that's like that feels like the perfect one to be our first one like let's just make it a yeah. thing uh we'll 100%. definitely do it we'll I'm gonna, i'll i'll make that happen all right i can just drive there it's so easy yeah yeah, yeah. and it's like, like quick quick go move. yeah oh i can i could just drive you could i could drive there too i'm even close am i closer than yeah. you yeah Whatever. You're pretty close, yeah. I'm getting distracted, boys. We have to talk about the aliens today. So if you don't remember, go back to last episode. In the second episode, we really took a deep dive into one specific abduction scenario that happened that night in the Coronado group abduction. Though we talked a little bit about what her roommate may have seen in the screams of Mike from the room over and others, we just mostly focused on Alice, who had a, a typical kind of gray experience of an abduction where they showed up she couldn't move they took her into the ship did some weird things she found uh, a supposed potential implant that was in the found in her left shin that was taken out a while later I think it was a couple years later or something along those lines and that's really we kind of just took a deep dive into that today we're gonna do a bit more of a rapid pace instead of going through every single one we're gonna cover about five of them and instead of going through the interviews and covering their life stories we're just gonna talk about their coronado experience because all of them have some sort of abduction experience in their past very specifically in their childhood um with beings that are either similar or completely different one of them in particular uh had praying mantis experiences but at the coronado group abduction it was more of a gray it was a gray experience which seems to be the kind of resonating note between all of these uh, experiences but uh, again, we'll talk more about that as we move through. Where I wanna start is actually with Alice's roommate. Alice's roommate was named Lacey, if you don't remember, and she spent the night in that room while Alice was taken and then put back with the blanket around her neck and it was all weird looking. Does that all yeah, sound Yeah, or whatever familiar?
2: happened. Uh, or whatever happened, because at, both, at one point, one person couldn't see the other person while they were in the room, correct? And the other person couldn't see the other person while they were in the room. So who the fuck knows what happened? All they remember what was like a face close to them that was like also kind of like it was. We there We saw the and illustration that
1: was like a dude yeah. like yeah, it was right up in her face. Yep,
2: exactly. But the idea was there was like some sort of mental suppression. Yes, right? uh, Like that was like the vibes that I was sort of picking up, which
0: is very in line with Gray's as they typically like put their hand on your head and suddenly you feel no pain or suddenly you're calm and you can't move so yeah there was exactly that um and Lacey, again much like alice has had experiences in her childhood with abduction uh, scenarios and the like and uh, in fact at one point claims that the uh one of the aliens at some point sent her back talking about techniques of being able to release energy from a field of zero point energy and i'm just gonna i am going to give the quote from Lacey herself as to what she said um so she said uh she that they need to learn humans Something about energy use, and I'm supposed to give information about the restructuring of electrons and the use of ions. If you reverse the process, electromagnetic pulsation would be a cleaner energy and that it would be an inexhaustible energy. So that was the message Lacey returned with. She doesn't have more details than that, though. There is uh, some scientific like theories out there that do back up what she's talking about. Uh, in particular, the author of this book brings up Uh, the, according to quantum field theory, the fabric of space is not empty, but is seething with energy in forms of photons, electrons, protons, neutrons, other subatomic particles, which are present in the form of particle antiparticle pairs, which appear and annihilate with each other within the uh, time allotted by, uh, the Heisenberg uncertainty principle. And if you ask me what that is, I'm going to tell you, I'm not a scientist. I have no freaking idea. Um, but they yeah, and if you want to find out, just why don't you watch Breaking Bad? Okay, <laughs> just watch something that will teach you about it. Um, basically, matter could not exist without the field of zero point energy, and all physical forces of nature, uh, gravity, electromagnetism, nuclear forces arise from this zero point energy theorized. Uh, it could also be as like a non-polluting and exhaustible form of energy. Blah 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 blah. The point is, this this is the mentioned message she was sent back with, which is again kind of weird. Why her? Why this message? and it and much like people who have encounters with alien beings uh that get sent back with a message it's about more about improving humanity running cleaner energy almost like this 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 veil of you know um stop destroying yourselves stop dirtying your planet and it's just another kind of bizarre bizarre thing uh again she has no details beyond that and she never really went on to give like any formulas or anything that's all she had um and i'm imagining most people in the higher ups uh, of our government did not ever hear about her, nor her zero point energy uh, message at all. Though it does
2: sound bizarrely similar to the crafts that we've been seeing the last couple of years uh, in the media and the things they're capable of and the things that that documentation said just the other day.
0: Yeah, and uh, that little video that kind of popped up online uh, that got deleted by the, D- the DOJ of uh, a weird craft kind of hovering over, like moving over a place and then what, it disappeared or like flew off? I can't fully remember, but Jesse, you're the one that actually sent it, which is always surprising when I get an alien link from you. I know you'll like it. (laughs) He's like, this will fuck him up.
1: Yeah, (laughs) That's pretty much it. I'm
0: like, oh, man, he's going to lose it over this. We're going to talk about what happened with Lacey that night, what she went through, what she saw, and how it lines up with what Alice's testimony uh, was and if it really lines up at all. Um, So I'm going to give you boys, much like last time, the the regression, Script, I guess we'll call it. And from there, um, we'll just kind of move forward again. It won't, be, it won't be like last time where there's like 10 pages for you to read. So we're gonna not be doing all of that. So let's start here. Who was the doctor last time? Let's
2: see if I can bring this guy back to life, ready? It's
0: a woman, okay, first of all. But the guy
2: that I was, oh you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, I got you, I got you. The sa- I wanna hit the same
2: voice. Okay, Lacey, now take a deep breath. On that Friday, you were there in San Diego. It's much, much later when you and Alice came back to your hotel, back to your room. It's later that night. You decided at about 11 o'clock that you are ready to go to bed. Just feel yourself now, just lying there at night, ready to go to sleep.
0: Question, was I? You were Alice last time, but now you're Lacey. So now I'm Lacey? Now gotcha. you're Lacy, and, and You gave Alice, like, remember, they're in their 40s. You kind of gave her, like. right, a, right, right, right. right. Yeah, oh, yeah, no, you I get got it. it, I get it. Lacey takes a deep breath, clears her throat. I'm going to take a shower in
1: the morning. Oh, she's, ooh, okay, she's oh at a loisian, okay. We've gotta have the fan on, it's too hot. It's on low. Alice gets a blanket, I'm tired.
0: There is a, a long pause. Uh, she moves Jessie around on, on the couch. Roof. <laughs> so she moves around on the couch restlessly and then whispers.
1: Alice, Alice, do you see that? Alice, where are
2: you? What's happening, Lacey?
1: I I can't find Alice. She's not in her bed. Oh, my God. What are you doing down there? What's the matter? Oh, oh.
0: So your line kind of got merged into her line because the editing of this book isn't phenomenal. (laughs) Oh, there it is. Tell me what's happening.
1: Alice, she's on the floor by the bed. She's not on the bed. She's on the floor. She's crying. Oh, I tell her to stay there. Be quiet. Oh,
2: so maybe she just fell out of bed. It's maybe. possible. It's possible. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, like, you know, she was one of them saw the other one missing. Yes. And one of them maybe thought the other one was also missing, but had also maybe just fallen on the floor. I don't know. Alice is crying?
1: Yeah. Oh God, Alice, be quiet. Why is she You're safe be now, quiet? Lacey.
2: Just tell me what's happening.
0: Uh why is she she's... saying be quiet? Because the creatures are in the room.
1: They're in the room right yeah, then and she's can... Yeah, continue, She's continue regressing. the, continue the regression. Yeah, continue. Okay, okay, okay. She's scared because they they these really weird looking things, I, I don't know what they are. They're really the real
0: Is your next page right there?
1: <sighs> oh. Oh
0: I just don't want to over right. I don't wanna overflow you okay. like last time with, with too many links.
1: Colored gray and they came in the room. They there's a lot and then they just walk right by my bed. They, oh my god, they took Alice. Oh.
2: Okay, Lacey, take a deep breath. You're going to continue to describe what is happening. Just verbalize everything.
1: Oh god. How
2: many of those things do you see? There
1: are three. Oh god.
2: Lacey, you're all right. You're in a safe place now. Just describe what is happening. You're doing just fine. I'm a She coughs, clears her throat, and sighs tearfully. Take a deep breath, nothing can hurt you. Listen to my voice. You are just reporting what's happening. You are able to tell me everything that is happening.
1: I've never seen anything like this before in my life. I don't know. Alice isn't there, I can't find her, and the light is really bright. They took
0: Alice. Before we move on, it's important to note, Lacey's experiences prior uh, haven't been with the Greys. They were with a the, what she would consider insect-looking, praying mantis type the mantis of creatures. mantis men, yeah. So, yeah, Wait, so, so just she's just, more just, afraid of the greys than the mantis men? She's never experienced the
1: greys before. She's just used to she's, the mantis men, She's mantis only man, yeah. really
0: only seen and experienced one you type of alien. You get used to the mantis men? I don't think you get okay. used to, get used to, to it. Any- I, Alex kind of I interjected. I used to anything. I, I, mean, I get used I, to anything, man. I guess if it happens enough. Trust me, man. Okay. I'm, 30, I'm, I'm, in
3: my,
2: I'm in my 30s uh, now. Yeah, yeah.
0: So this is her first time actually encountering the greys. So you, sorry, you can take it from there. What do they look like, Lacey? Just describe what they look like. Remember, you're just reporting now. It's not happening, Lacey. She gasps, catches her breath, and she begins to whisper.
1: They're real creepy. They they look like... They're real big-headed with big black eyes, and I I don't know who they are. They don't... They just walk right by me. I, I told her to be quite Oh, I told her.
0: Oh, God. Uh, so Lacey at this point was upset, uh, was so upset that she spent had to spend a few minutes trying to talk her and calm her down uh, before she continued on with the, uh, before Lacey would continue on. But she was suddenly agitated at this point. I-,
1: I can hear someone screaming. Oh, who else is gone? I can hear someone screaming.
2: Where do you hear the screaming?
1: Oh, it, it's- it sounds... It sounds like it's next to me. It's not in the room. I'm all by myself. There's someone screaming.
2: Just trying to catch your breath. Lacey, are you in bed? Are you in bed right now? What are you wearing?
1: I'm afraid to move. I don't want to move.
2: Are they still there?
1: No. I'm all by myself and Alice isn't here and I don't want to move. I don't want to move.
2: Now look around you, Lacey. Is your room light or dark?
1: Dark. So dark it's quiet quiet i told her i told her oh she couldn't be my friend because something would happen to her and i knew it would this will never stop
0: so at this point uh the ivan's unable to actually make her press further she's too sad and crying and so the session ends up ending she just seemed uh, uh, like to refuse to move on if you remember from last episode two Lacey, the next morning, felt guilty once they all kind of realized something had happened and she blamed herself and she believes that she was the reason that these things even came in to get them, even though they weren't creatures or beings that she had ever encountered in her past before. So she still, though, blamed herself. And this was so intense, I guess, that she didn't come back for another session. She refused to come back for another session for three years. It wouldn't be until March 6th of 97 that she would actually go back and do another session with the doctor and actually try and talk and find more detail as to what happened and and, uh, what happened to them that night. Did something go down in 97,
2: like a documentary or something? Mm -hmm. Uh, good question. I don't think so. It, ju- but-
0: it just seems like everybody kind of like got back together in 1997. Yeah, there's a few. It, a few of them kind of come back a few years later. Some of them come back in 2003, which we'll, we'll look at uh, in, in a yeah. future one. But the last bit of the lacys we're just going to give the last bit of when she does this second regression again. The details that she's able to see and uh, put forward this time. And then um, we'll move on to the next one, which is the man screaming in the next room, the man by the name of Mike, who, if you keep in mind, woke up the next morning with blood on his pillow and didn't know where it came from and had no visible uh, wounds on his chin or or anything, though he, uh, though he, you know, gave, tried to find excuses to the best he could. But we'll get to that next, this is the next bit of the regression starting in three years later. So
1: for the record, just as a reminder, the next day after all this happened, they went out to breakfast and had a chat about it and had a talk about this whole thing. And then half the people that went to attend this UFO conference thing didn't go. One dude went off to go like to the mall or something with his family or like his kids. So basically they all got messed up according to them and they didn't even want to go to the UFO conference, which,
0: okay. Okay. So this, uh, this next one is going to start with Lacey actually giving an answer. She's basically just asking, what time is it on the clock? And can you see the clock?
1: I I, I don't know what time. It's late. I'm so tired. I'm, I'm just going to sleep. I'm trying to avoid a light in the room. It's coming through the window.
2: Okay, Lacey, just describe the light. Which bed are you in? Uh,
1: the one by the
0: wall where the window is. It's a huge...
2: What is up with it?
0: What is up
1: with that, what is up with that <laughs> yeah, one weird it's all, ass typo? the
0: whole fucking book. Every time the word "huge" <coughs> is supposed to show up, it's "hue." And I don't understand. I'm not saying why.
1: if you if you can't auto correct that, <laughs> if you can't like do a word search, and uh if you're not using like I don't know Microsoft Word to make this thing. I'm already this- questioning whether any of this is real. I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna with you. picture
2: that. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna choose to believe that someone's editor was like, "You say huge way too much," and they're like, "No, no, I don't. Nobody would notice." And they're like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> <laughs> so it's a huge
0: light. A it's huge a hu- light.
1: A huge light. I, I can hear Alice whimpering. I- I'm trying to avoid the light. The light moved. It's even brighter. Oh my god! Alice is crying. She's very upset, and the room is dark. But there's. There's a light, like a, a beam. I- I'm getting out of bed. There's a nightstand between the beds. I-, I have one hand on the nightstand and I can't find her in her bed. And she's crying and, and whining and saying no, but not in her bed. <laughs> Got her. Oh, she's next to her bed and-, and the wall near the closet. She's huddled on the floor.
0: Oh, I'm, I'm telling her to be quiet so they won't see us. I know they're not for me. I just want to say, I don't know how you, I don't know why this voice works so perfectly for this character. And it just, you didn't even, Sometimes. you didn't even know, you didn't even know what you were getting. And you still, it just worked. It just, it's like perfect. I did not read her in a Louisiana accent when I was making the episode. Sometimes but now, it just
2: be like this, Suge. Oh, God. Mathis, you and I are going to take a little 101 improv class together. and It's going to be a good time.
0: I would love to. That'd be fun.
2: What makes you feel like they're not there for you, Lacey? It's a different light, different
1: sound, different hum. Oh, through the window, these, these small beings they're opaque and they smell.
0: So again, uh, another cutoff. When she says, like, why are they not there for you? The light sound hum, her, the the bug creatures that come for her, they, they have similar, like a different colored light and there's a different humming noise that comes, maybe representative of a different engine or a different technology or whatever. Um, so she just knew simply from the sound. How do they smell?
1: They smell like rotten eggs and sulfur. I, I'm trying to make Alice be quiet. They see me and they avoid me. They're taking Alice.
2: How many do you see, Lacey?
1: I know there are two and I have a feeling there's a third one by the window.
2: Can you describe what they look like?
1: Uh, They're opaque and very small, kind of (laughs) smooth, unborn-looking, very large eyes, no hair. Uh, The eyes (laughs) seem to recess, but then black bulges out. Uh, These are the strangest-looking things. And they're tall? No. They're very small, and they take Alice like this. (laughs) (laughs) Guess. <laughs> so at, at that point, she out, literally. I'm doing it. Yeah, yeah okay. so at
0: that point, she's literally demonstrating how they're taking her away, uh, and and kind of just trying to show her. Um, and that's where the uh, the interview, uh, rather the session, continues.
1: Yeah, they do this to her. So I guess I'm showing him.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, and then I, and yeah, then I, I should have already given you the link. Should be it's
1: okay. Oh boy, the images of these
0: guys. Oh yeah, yeah, more images. Yeah, take it away, Alex. Lacey is demonstrating. Yep, so like I said, Lacey's like showing how she's carrying the thing with her arms. So they carry her?
1: They don't touch her. They did this with her in the air? I, I, I don't know if they're gonna bring her back. I told her we shouldn't share room, but she wouldn't listen, and I know they want not there for me, I know.
0: Again, this is where last time she kind of hit a block, so it was imperative to Yvonne to try and make sure she pushes through, and we see what happens following. Was Alice awake when they took her? A long pause.
1: She stopped crying.
0: Excellent long pause. Now she's very strained and becoming agitated, trying not to cry.
1: There's this huge screaming. I spelled huge right there. There's a huge <sighs> screaming coming from the next door where Mike and his wife are. And
0: all she's suddenly sc- sc- scared and sobbing, screaming.
1: I, I can hear him. I can hear a man screaming.
0: You can hear a
2: man screaming, coming from where Mike is staying?
1: <laughs> yeah, Leo all next no. And I know it's Mike, he's screaming. <laughs> oh God, it's, that's a terrible scream. It's like an animal screaming, oh, I'm all alone.
2: Lacey, you are safe now. Take some deep breaths, you're doing fine. You'll be able to describe everything without the fear. Just report what you see, feel, hear, just describe.
1: I know the light is back. I'm afraid to move. They bring back,
2: uh, bring Alice back even. How do you know Alice is back? They bring her back through the
1: window. She looks really pale. Oh, I feel so guilty. I, I'm not brave. I, I don't know. I just... I don't know. I don't know why.
2: Now you know deep inside that it's not your fault. You know that, Lacey. Just look around the room and verbalize what is happening. Use all of your senses.
1: Alice... <laughs> looks really sick she looks dead
2: (laughs) you know alice is not dead she is alive and well just tell me what's happening everything is very sharp and clear
1: Uh, they they don't know what to do with the blanket (laughs) Uh, they don't know how to put the blanket on uh, the blanket i got from the closet
0: she pauses and as if she's assessing the situation
1: they lay it this way on her neck and then she does the weird, like, neck choking
0: thing. Yeah, yeah. She's just doing like a weird horizontal movement.
1: Horizontally, it, it, it drapes in the floor as if to hold her down. <gasps> oh, they see me watching.
0: Now she physically during the uh, the the session cowers as though she's be trying to like kind of hide from them.
1: It's moaning. I look over at Alice and She notices the blanket on her neck, and Mike's knocking on the door and alice opens the door because he wouldn't shut up and she has a (laughs) jammies (laughs) on and we we get dressed and meet mike and his wife at the pancake house and we're sitting at a table and i'm facing the window sitting next to alice and mike's looking over at me he says something happened last night and i tell him i don't want to discuss it i'm on vacation he's laughing and he's telling me you woke up with cuts and i don't want to discuss it i told him to shut up
0: and actually we can end it there with this particular regression as they just kind of go on to talk about the morning similar things that we talked about last time as well um and you can actually ignore the link i actually just put in there so don't worry about that Um, But essentially, remember, Mike said they came up with excuses like a cut on his chin when there was no physical cut there, yet there was still blood on the pillow. Now, he could have scratched himself in the middle of the night, something along those lines, and yet no physical evidence but that's kind of where the Lacey alice story were kind of put it to bed we got to see Lacey's side she saw the creatures come in they took alice away for a little bit and then did that weird thing with the blanket where they just didn't understand what the fuck it was And i just always think about betty and barney hill the same way really with like weird, a zipper yeah. in the dress and they're just like i don't understand mm-hmm. um and that's you know and it's just again a lot of things it's the smell of sulfur uh the way they look how short they are all of that is so typical of a gray abduction scenario and it's fascinating that they carry over uh each each time but now we're going to talk about the man who is screaming in the next room mike now mike had had mike. also yeah mike what a great name I, and it wasn't me i wish it was but it's just <sighs> unfortunately it never was um <laughs> i just i wish i was it's the one being true abducted. true regret and, always Always
1: a reader, never an abductee.
0: Exactly, exactly. And, you know, maybe it's because I'm just, I want it too bad. But I feel like, don't you want somebody who wants it bad? Like, you keep sending these people back with messages that need to be told to people. Stop taking people who get scared. Take someone who's readily available and willing to go with you. Just take me with you. This is the plot
2: of uh, 27 Dresses.
1: Yeah, (laughs) movie. You're trying too hard, dude. That's the I, problem. I, but how I mean, like, am I trying too hard? Aliens wa- like a little chase. But like, at what point? Aliens, like, you gotta—you don't want to like put yourself out there like that. Aliens? Are you sure? Like a little chase, bro. Yeah, you got to be like, what? No, not me. Don't don't abduct me. Oh no! You have to be like, I don't even believe
2: in aliens.
0: Yeah. Well, all right.
2: I don't even believe in aliens that much. That's what you should say. Even,
0: like, I,
1: yeah. Aliens are stupid. Only they, idiots believe in But if aliens. they're psychic,
0: it's too late. I'm fucked. Like, they know. They'll always know how bad I want it. And for that That's reason. That's why you
1: have to believe it. You have to really, like, when they look at you, you got to be like, I don't even think you're real right now. Oh, my God. Are you going to kidnap me? What's the name me? of that book? By that guy who wears that stupid ass hat. What the hell is that? The book that? by the guy that
2: wears that <laughs> stupid ass <laughs> yes. hat. Yeah. What? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's just, that's what his name is, right? The pickup artist. The pickup artist. Yeah, yeah that, that guy. You remember that? Oh, that weirdo. Yeah. That sounds his name familiar. Is like His name is like Doctor Strange or something. I can't remember.
1: What, I can't remember what <laughs> it is. Doctor Strange.
0: Fantastic, dude. Fantastic. I swear to
1: God. it's. I, I swear oh, no. to God. No, stop <laughs> it. Stop trying to kidnap me, aliens. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm going to just play coy. Mystery. His name is fucking Mystery, his mystery. dude. Mystery? That's even worse.
2: Mystery with, with his, his wings. J Dog and James
0: Matador. <laughs> All right, let's move forward. So Mike Evans is the next one who was abducted, just a just a room over from them, and much. Like, is this is the chin guy. Yeah, guy with blood on his pillow. Um, and Mike, much like them, had not only instances of of, of potential, uh, you know, we we'll say potential because we don't have physical evidence uh, abductions when he was eight and 10 years old. But he also had an encounter when he was in the military uh, at the age of 19 that he talks about when he was out and deployed on a ship over by, uh, he was returning to Hawaii from the Philippines. And he writes this uh, about that particular uh, sighting. I noticed these lights coming toward us, huge lights in a straight line. There were about five to seven of them. They traveled in a straight line. They moved at 90 degree angles to the right. Everybody saw them. I made a note, I made a notation in the ship's log. They went right over the ship. They crisscrossed the sky. I thought it was really great. I saw my first UFO. After his, uh, And then after my year on board the USS Fire Drake, Mike was stationed at Camp Pendleton, a Marine base located in Oceanside, California, where he also recalls seeing bright lights outside of his barracks on two separate occasions. And an excerpt from Mike's book uh, says the following, quote, I had a bunk that was right next to the window and I remember waking up and seeing the whole yard outside lit up, like bright daylight outside. I woke up, saw it, and went back to sleep. But it's always in my memory as something important to remember. I thought it was very strange, and I still do. And it happened twice. So he had a couple of encounters that are pretty, minus the weird waking up to the lights one. The the UFO zipping over boats and stuff. That's a pretty common sight uh, out on from from, from uh, like Navy people and uh, Air Force folk. Um, and he says he notated it in the in, in the ship's log. I don't know. I don't know how like there we do have people who have and do serve in the Navy. So for those out there who like, how easy, is that like kept somewhere secure as like records or are these things like eventually kind of rotated out and gone? I'm curious if there's actual evidence yeah. of his notating it down. Not that it, you know, this particular story, not that it would, you know, completely cast out on everything, but it would still cast some doubt on a story. Or, it would at least be nice to see, right? Yeah, exactly. And I just want to, you know, I wonder. So please, I n- thank you for those who have answered my questions in the past. If you could answer that one, uh, that would be fantastic. So we're going to fast forward now into that very same night. And this is another regression session. This time you're um, at this point, he's in his like late 30s, early 40s, like the rest of them. Uh, old Navy guy and, uh, you know, kind of imbue what you think that deserves, Jesse, as we uh, we move oh into this next character study of Mike Evans. This is a good, this is good practice for you. You know, this is not bad. Yeah, for
1: all my uh, upcoming- All your improv needs,
0: you know what I mean? Improv needs, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh boy. So we're gonna see where maybe this blood came from. Okay, Mike, good. Now take a look at a clock
2: or your watch and tell me what time it is.
1: (sighs) Uh, I think it's about eight o'clock. Nice,
2: nice. Okay, just feel yourself in your room with Gina. Everything is very sharp and clear. Continue describing what you're doing.
1: Yeah, I put the suitcase on the dresser and closed the blinds so we could get undressed. Gina puts her nightgown on and uh, brushes her teeth. I think she likes the room. I brought plenty of things to read, but I'm I'm really tired. I I think I'm reading UFO Magazine. Gina's reading a book. Are you lying in bed as you're reading
2: UFO Magazine?
1: (sighs) Yeah, but I'm tired. Uh, Gina's putting the book away. She's tired. But uh, she puts her light out and I put mine out and I give her a kiss and go to sleep. It's a long pause and he
0: takes a deep breath.
1: (sighs) This light, this light is coming through the window, it's it's waking me up.
2: What position are you in?
1: Uh, I'm on my back. Why are you asking? What you into that? You know,
2: you want to? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not not saying it Oh, all right. All right.
1: It's part of the hypnosis. That's all. I see the light. It's it's like a light. The light's coming through, but the uh, blinds between the blinds even it it wakes me up.
0: I love how he just even in the the text he just seems annoyed by it. He's just like this is fucking obnoxious. Yeah. Are you lying on your back in the bed looking at the light?
1: I'm just looking at the light. It's it's bright. gotten very light in the room
2: are you looking around the room
1: uh looking
2: around the room it's very light it's uh just verbalize what you're feeling thinking experiencing
1: i just have the feeling that there's something in the room there i i can't see there's a lot of light and i i see like shadows it's foggy lit and
2: I see shadows in the light. Okay, Mike, take a good look around the room and the shadows in the light. How many shadows do you see? I I think I see four. And where do you see the shadows?
1: I see them in front of the bed. Yeah, I, I, I see one of them come. Uh, one of them is over on my side, on my right side. I see him looking down at me. I, It's...
2: Okay, Mike, you're safe now. Just describe who's looking at you.
1: Yeah, uh, he has big eyes. He's looking down at me.
2: How close is he to you?
1: Uh, The one on my right is like right down in my face. Are you looking at him? No. Looking at these figures at the foot of the bed, it's like this, um, uh, this light pouring through the window, and they're standing in this... It's milky, white light. It, it makes it very hard to see anything. Detail, I, I don't know.
2: Now, focus on the one on your right side. Is he doing anything? He's
1: just looking at me. I I, I, I thought I caught a glimpse of something. He's turning my head, but... Uh,
2: You're doing fine, Mike. Concentrate on your head. Get a sense of how it feels. Does it feel he's turning your head? I... Thought I saw a a
1: hand coming with something in, something in
2: his hand. Okay, Mike, just focus on his hand.
1: You can see it clearly. Just tell me what's happening. Uh, I I think he's, he's turning my head. Uh, He has something in his hand. It's like a long object. It has something. He's, he's doing something to my ear.
2: Okay. Just stay focused on what's happening to your ear. Everything's coming in very sharp and clear. do you feel any pain
1: I, I I don't feel any pain. He turns my head and puts this thing in my ear i I don't feel anything
0: you can see some pictures in this next bit here boys. you can kind of describe what you're looking at uh, these are the drawings of of uh Mike from 94 this actually came March of 94 so like shortly after the event itself uh you can take a look. At those, it's just like a, the bottom one is just like a picture of a group.
1: The, the image is interesting because so if you imagine your average hotel room, there's the mm-hmm. bed, the TV across from it, and then there's the bathroom, the door, and then there's like the window bit, right? Yeah. And this dude is sleeping closest to the door, which is like, you know, a very like dude thing to do. Like, I'll protect you yeah, if yeah, anyone yeah. comes in through the door, right? Like, I get it. <clears throat> but what's interesting to me is they came into the window and then went around the the bed to him. One got up in his face, apparently. Yeah, well, not really close to his face. But the other just sitting at the edge of the bed. And I'm very curious why they posted up there rather than next to the gray messing with the air.
0: Good question. Why do they need four of them in the room if if one gray can keep him down with just a thought? And and one, one, you know, like... There's a lot of questions.
1: And if they're there to watch, why aren't they close to the person? Why are they at the opposite? Like one of them, I'll call him gray four, sure. is like totally diagonal from gray one who's doing the like ear thing. How, what is he seeing? How can he see anything? He got the big stupid eyes, why
2: can't he see it? UFO convention is like fish in a barrel, right? It's like, it's <laughs> like a that, lot that, of yes. concentration. I love that. Right? <laughs> so So maybe this is like student driver, like, <laughs> When when you watch a surgery, you know? Like sure. maybe like when you you're from the observation deck in like a surgery hall, like when Jerry
1: and Kramer have the junior mints, you know what I'm saying? I think, couldn't he just transmit what Gray Four is seeing or whatever? Couldn't they just like see each other's sights?
0: Maybe. <laughs> like, i don't know how fucking, it doesn't seem like they what are kind able of to x-men powers they got it doesn't seem All like they're right. able to from from c- looking back at what I know about Greys, it doesn't seem like they're able to like share perspectives with one another um it's more that they can just instantly communicate via thought like just whatever language it is they're using and people have heard them make noise but it's always like this weird low like like nonsense, kind of like grumbly whisper type thing. Uh, <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: I, nah, I don't know if it's like bad. But, <laughs> but yeah, it's interesting that the three of us are yeah. sitting by the <laughs>
2: bed. You're doing fine, Mike. Just relax and take a deep breath. And now I'll start reading. You're doing fine, Mike. Just relax and take a deep <laughs> breath as you are able to see everything that is happening very clearly. Now get in touch with your body. What position are you
1: in now? <sighs> I'm I'm on my back. Uh, that bane is just looking at me oh they they all leave uh, they just left they were in the light and it got dark in the room is gina still asleep yeah i i think oh my my neck hurts i i want to go back to sleep which part of your neck um my left side it's dark in the room now uh,
2: going back to sleep okay mike just relax you wake up
1: in the morning tell me what time it is i think around uh around six thirty. it's nice it's sunny out uh i brush my teeth take a shower Jean always wants me to get her a cup of coffee so i get dressed and go downstairs uh they have this nice little kitchen area down on the second floor and Going down the old, old stairs, they go creak, creak, creak. I get some coffee, and I go back up, and I give her the coffee. Okay, keep describing the morning. I tell Gina we better go wake Alice Lacy Lacey, or we'll never get going. You know, women... Am I right, doc? Dude, wait. You you say that,
0: but that's going to come back oddly.
1: (laughs) It's It's such a weird little thing. I'm getting a vibe. I'm getting a vibe
0: is what I'm getting. No, no, Not from this guy in particular. Not from this guy in particular. I'm a woman as well, Mike.
1: Well, then you know exactly what I'm talking about. Am I right? Pound it. Oh, okay. I'm going to pound it just so we can see it on. We can actually... Stop there. At oh, this okay. point, the is kind
0: of connect. I
1: take back my pound. Yeah, there you go. Uh, you the can't store take is it back. <laughs> a, pound is, a pound is in the ground. I want to unpound solid. my pound. <laughs> you can't take it Un- back, Doc. I want to unpound you my pound. You can't Mike. unpound, Doc. Once it's pound, it's for Mike, life. Mike, unpound my hand. Nope. Mike, unpound me. Nope. Hold my hand, Doc.
2: We're going through this un-pound together. Unpound me now, Mike. Nope. Mike, I don't care how many aliens you've seen. Unpound my hand nope, right now! I can't
1: do that, doc. You un you unpound it's my hand. It's as firm as steel. It's e- you're you're moving your hand and you're unpounding my nope, hand. Nope, I'm not doing it. That's not me. Oh my god, something's moving my hand, <laughs> dog.
0: <laughs> so this is it. Yeah, this is where the stories connect. They go knock on the door and whatnot. Now, what's interesting about his recollection is he doesn't say he screamed. It doesn't sound like he made any noise, and yet. Alice and Lacey say they did hear screaming coming from his room, specifically a male voice, which would be Mike. And uh, there's that's a little inconsistency with the two abduction scenarios. Now, does that cast doubt, or does it actually add credence that their stories don't match and they stick with the, the they stick with it <sighs> that they they don't match? They didn't like line up their stories, you know, at a coffee yeah. table to be like, "All right, here's what happened."
2: No, they stick with it's it. A, it's annoying because. It's annoying because we're talking about a story about aliens that can like control your brain and your perception. It's a story of like, oh my God, they're making me forget. They're making me forget. I can't see. Oh my God, they're erasing my memories. I can see it. Oh no. (laughs) So it's like, so it's like, who fucking knows? Like, did they talk before this? I have no idea. Like, did they, were they able to share their story before they were
1: hypnotized? I don't know.
0: And unfortunately, we won't know. I mean, the the
1: problem with this is what we noticed from the very first person that we uh, looked at. She went in for one. And and that was apparently very quickly after, but it was still a few days. And then there wasn't, it wasn't very clear. It was pretty vague. And then three years later, she comes in like, this is what happened. So to me, that still rings of, and I said it last time, I'll say it again, of like, You hearing enough of a story from your parents that eventually you just accept it as complete truth and you feel like you were there in a part of it because your parents told to you so much
0: that you're just like, oh, yeah, I remember that. I mean, that goes into what might have happened, which is the group hallucination theory. Like, you know, people can do that. I forget what the actual scientific term is. It's like. Uh, I don't know. what the, I'm not going to try to remember. No, but, but it's, it's real. It's a real thing. Are like, real. Yeah, yeah, that's like actual science. Yeah, yeah. And that it may have happened here, too. We don't know. And if people are all, you know, like Jesse points out, they're all there for a particular reason. They all believe they've had experiences as kids. And now they all wake up not feeling so good. And they kind of get together. And all of a sudden, you know, pieces start coming out of one person. And the other person kind of like, oh, well, I heard this. And then, yeah, you can see how a story can potentially build here
1: it is literally like uh um, I, I was about to call it the scarlet letter but that's not true it's the uh the like the uh, crucible yeah the crucible right. it's straight up just like one one girl gets them all worked up and then everyone in the town's like yeah. and
0: that's and it can happen if you're like me and want to believe it's still very important to keep this in mind that this is a distinct possibility because it's something that people have experienced many many times in the past. And mm-hmm. another thing is alien abductions. A lot of the people who claim they had young uh, alien encounters as kids, it's just their brain covering for trauma that happened to them whether from family or or strangers. And your brain your brain does some crazy shit, man. Like it can do wild things and but as long as it helps you survive and move forward, the brain will do whatever it has to do to have you be able to do such a thing.
1: Yo, I, yeah, I've it, seen Moon Knight, so basically I'm a behavior psychologist. <laughs> Look, I I know this is way off topic, but it's exactly what you're talking about, Mathis. Straight yeah. up on last night, I'm laying in bed reading like a Reddit topic about this. This woman posted a thing like, I am finally in the happiest place of my life. I am mm-hmm. married to this man I've been with for seven years He just got an amazing job We have a new house, everything is perfect I want to run from this I hate this, this perfection is killing me It's smothering me, I hate all of this Please, someone tell me I'm in the right For wanting out, because this sucks like, yeah, man. I hate this, and all the Comments are like See a therapist, that is yeah. That's a problem what you have isn't like, oh, this is normal. Like that is clearly trauma manifesting in some way in your yeah. life where you can't do like normal existence. You always have to keep pushing and that's just going to make shit worse. And then her response was like, screw y'all. I'm yeah. out. This that's And I was like, part. damn.
0: So like, no, I didn't go get a little personal over here with, with the math this moment. Um, you know, I grew up in a very, very, very tumultuous household. I'm sure a lot of us in the YouTube industry probably did in some fashion or another. Are you saying that this is some sort of outlet? Ah, just that a weird we, one. That our, that that our trauma one. pushes us to create right. weird
1: videos for attention from others? What?
0: Weird. But, but, <laughs> but, I'm fine. But because like, Guys, I'm fine. My, my mom, basically my mom was very severely mentally ill and it just meant my whole life. Uh, you live in emergency mode. You live in survival mode. You're listening for every little change in someone's behavior to get ahead of something. And when you finally are out of that and you're living a calm, peaceful life, it feels wrong. You feel like you're doing something wrong. And that that exactly happened to me. My brain was addicted and didn't know how to live out of survival mode, crisis mode. Mm -hmm. And you have to unlearn those behaviors. Otherwise, it's very easy to go to what you're familiar with. It's not that it makes you happy being back there but it's what you know. And so you're content and you're comfortable, which is not the same as being happy, which is something that I had to learn the hard way. And a lot of people aren't ready to learn that the hard way. And therapy is what what helped me do that. Yeah. And these people yeah, like, would probably do really well with therapy in this book Think too.
2: about if you moved into a mansion tomorrow, no warning, right? Tomorrow night you have to go sleep in a mansion, right? You're not gonna get a good night's sleep. You're not gonna be like. You're not gonna feel great about it. You know. You're gonna. You're gonna feel fucked up because your house is gone. Even if you had, even if you live in a shithole. You know what I mean? Like
1: it's. It's just. It was your shithole. You knew where the shit was in your shithole, and now you're in a whole new like. It might be perfect, but now it's shocking and jarring, and everything about it is different. And it takes time to accept it, and sometimes people just can't. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine you're gone and your roommate cleans up your bedroom for you
2: or something and now you don't know where anything is you know it's that that vibe
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah it's the same it's that it's your brain a lot of you know wants that comfort feeling even if it's not a healthy place for you to be and positive change can feel like negative change for a long time until you're just through that i would love i guess that trauma i would love to know
1: the number of ufo I'm going to say ufo survivors i guess is, is what abduction I'll say. victims abductees whatever yeah, how many yeah. have gone to a therapist versus i went and saw a like regressionist of some sort or mm. some sort of hypnotist like what was the amount of people that was like i went and talk to a person because that really scared me versus like i saw a guy and he says that i'm cleopatra like what is the difference there i would love to know if yeah. very solid question
0: yeah, it's, it's I I wonder if that info is out there at somewhere. I'm, I'm, I kind of want to go look. I, I've never I've never casually come across that info in all my years of like being into this that's what I'm
1: saying like, I don't know that there's an answer. I would love if someone just with a scientific background that wasn't the three of us, you know, like went yeah, and did yeah. an actual research study on. I went out and I interviewed people that said they were abducted. And then I asked them flat out, have you seen
0: anyone about this? And yeah. get answers, <laughs> be super interesting. It, it, It is. And and, you know, like these people clearly were traumatized by something. Sure. Whatever it is that happened, they truly believe something happened. And what's interesting with the Mike situation is much like Alice, there was some physical follow up that showed something had happened. So, first, it's important to note that for Mike, Um, he, after that kind of went down, he talks about what he remembers the instrument that looked like. It was like a weird silver instrument that he saw that might've had like a cage like thing at small cage, like thing at the tip. And it went into his ear and we're going to go through a little bit more in in a second. But the reason this is important is because only a few weeks later, um, while he was at work as he was a, he's a registered nurse. Um, he actually had a hypertensive attack while he was at work. Uh, he was. He says he was working in a critical care unit and he suddenly felt dizzy. So they sent him down to where they do the employee health. They looked in his, e- in his ear and they said that you've got to do something about that hole in your ear. What? The doctor said, quote, you've got to stop poking things in your ear because you have a puncture mark. And he said, well, I just about fell off the chair. So he got a written report of the MRI that was done. And it says you have a hole in your ear. And we actually have a we have a the photo of that MRI report that comes from September 17th. Nineteen ninety-four. We have an
1: actual photo of the reporters just the ear.
0: No, the report, the medical report. That's crazy. And there's the photo for you. uh It's just a medical report that simply says that he had a hole in his ear for one reason or another. He had a puncture wound in his left ear canal. It's
2: not. It's not common to. uh It's not common for abductees to,
1: or supposed ab- abductees to like have inflicted wounds on themselves. Is it? I was literally about to act because this takes place in ninety-seven. Is this before or after he went to go do his regression? His, like... This is
0: after he went to do his regression. So this is years after later. the regression.
1: Years later, right?
0: Yes. Two, three years but later. Everything three years later, Everything almost.
1: came back together in 97.
0: Again, yeah, this is him going September 17, 1997. He went to go to the... He ha- That's when he had his hypertensive attack.
1: Sure, 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 so, sure. I'm yes. positing...
0: Okay, sorry. Uh, from maybe my, like,
1: you know, asshole in the corner standpoint, then I think Alex kind of brought this up as well, is like, is it possible that as everyone has come back in 97 to recant their story, like, to, not recant, but like recount their stories of yes. all these things happening, like, could he have done this to himself and then gone to the oh. doctor and then like been like, oh, I'm having chest pains or whatever, take me to the... Could this be a thing that he did to himself?
0: I mean, y- y- the answer is yes, of course it could be, you know, when we... As evidence... no way to know not. Because... If it took place in 94, you
1: said, is the original?
0: So, yeah, March of 1994 is when the abduction event took place. And this uh, hypertensive attack took place on September 17th of 97. So, look, I'm no body expert, but
1: I'm willing to make all the bets in the world that Three years later, this would have healed, unless it's unless it's some metal or whatever. That but the doctors clearly never... healed it at this point, right? They were like, "You got to stop See, doing that."
0: What's interesting, and I don't know, maybe I'm misunderstanding here, and this is something that it's important to point out. Uh, the The book specifically says that several weeks following the cor- uh, the weekend in Coronado, uh, that they they ended up having. Uh, that's when he had his hypertensive attack. Um, so, but I'm trying to figure out, and again, this is a, a like he had a heart attack hyper, like the, that's when he wasn't feeling unwell, but the way it's framed is it sounds like this happened weeks after the abduction event. But as Jesse pointed out, the medical, uh, notes that we're looking at the physical photo of the notes says 97.
1: Yeah. September 17th, 1997. So it just seems like, like one of those things where it's been such a long time that you know, I mean, I'm not telling people to go out there and poke themselves, but the body tends, like, if you... Yeah, I don't know how that works. Like, I'm sure it would fucking heal itself. You know what I mean? Even, even, like, your ear stuff heals. Like, you, your body, you don't just, like, have a hole in you that, that like,
0: keeps for three years that... That's, yeah, I don't know. Uh, let me... I'm actually curious. Uh, punctured ear drum heal time? I guess it would be the only thing. Yeah, it'll usually heal within a few weeks and might not need any treatment.
1: That's what I'm saying. Like it, it Three years later, like I can imagine if this was a month, two, three, even four months later, maybe they came back and poked him again. Like, who knows? But years later. It's
0: possible. I mean, that's and also again, possible. But. Years
1: later, around the same time where all of this was going down again, where everyone was like mm-hmm. bringing stuff up again, and they now have like big, crazy stories with it.
0: I don't know. Right cuz in, in right in the book it says I asked for a copy of the written report and I had an MRI done where they told me there was an anomaly in my ear uh, and that was in his quote and that was right after the Coronado incident which goes to prove that I had something put in my ear. So is this what is this so this This, this could be this, different.
1: I mean, what he's saying maybe this is different. Could but be different. Why are they putting this So, up so there maybe, as evidence then? maybe what he's saying is and and I'll give him this. Maybe he's saying yeah. that after the incident, he went had an MRI. They found something, and he was like, "Damn, that proves that something happened." And this is three years later. Stuff went down when when he was at the hospital, and then he was like, "Oh, bar, I need to get checked out." And then this is what they wrote down as the report. Maybe, maybe, may, but if this is unfortunately included the book in that is statement, super clear. Amount. Like if if what that says is, "Oh yeah, I went to the doctor on this thing, and I got an MRI," and then they include this as the proof, that's that's incorrect. Evidence right like that. It doesn't line up match up
0: Yeah, cuz it says I, I'm trying to read the actual handwriting on this note and uh, I'll, I'll try to remember to put this on the it's Subreddit in as well. It's cursive
1: for all the it's kids out there. It's in fucking
0: cursive. Yeah, and it's in doctor cursive Hold on. Let me use my I grew up learning cursive what is it? the very first thing is looks like a number Go uh, or requested ear exam. Oh, it could Man. it could be Oh, oh, oh,
1: no. Oh, my God. I'm I'm so good at, I love, boy, oh, boy. 49, so it's 49, y 49-year-old, and then male, because that's there the symbol is. for, yeah. That's the
0: symbol for male, yeah.
1: Ear exam, requested ear exam.
0: Reported, reported had noted blood, dr- drained ear something. Reporter had noted
2: blood drainage from ear this morning yeah
0: it's dated 97 which is the important the important bit which is what puts us into contest with the quote that we're using from uh, him
1: oh okay that's uh, what I'm all right saying, so, so 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 all right this changes everything because it's saying that um i don't know what cw means there but it says uh that the location it says healed location no bleeding no drainage um also so, did it did get a second checkup in 97 that shows it's been healed I, I mean I guess that's kind of what it, they're saying that that he's that it's irritated and that it's like he says I he noted blood he said he noted blood but the doctor said that there's no bleeding and no drainage yeah
0: and the addendum says area was noted to be mm-hmm. at approximately at four? four o'clock uh,
2: should be at ag, agnory.
0: agnori i e agnory. something wall so- yeah something wall I don't know. Anyway, that's the note. We just spent 10 minutes trying to decipher a doctor's handwriting. Um, there, there you go. I mean, I'll put I'll put this up on the subreddit. Maybe somebody can decipher and break down what this is. Or maybe there's a medical professional who knows better than we do. We have a doctor out. John, if you're listening, homie, tell me. What, I don't understand what this is. I'll just send it to you. Um, we're going to go now to the last bit where he regresses one more time. And you're going to figure out, Jesse, the answer to your question. What were the little gray dudes doing by his feet?
1: I can't believe that's a thing that's gonna happen. I love that.
0: So this starts with, once again, her regressing, Mike, and he asks, like, she says, okay, it's what time is it? What are you doing at night, etc." cetera?
1: Gina has her not gone on. I can't speak, hold on. <clears throat> Gina has her not gone on. Uh, She has a, a book and she's reading. I have my UFO magazine that I'm reading, very tired. Uh, it was a long, long drive. Gina is putting her book away. She's too tired to stay awake any longer. She turns off the light. I'm tired too. I'm putting my book down. Give her a kiss. Turn off the light. There's there's a light coming in the room.
2: Where do you see the light that's coming in the room? It's
1: shining in my eyes. It's coming between the blinds and the window. Um I'm sitting up and I'm thinking how strange it is that um here a plane coming in it, it really it really makes me a little upset what is making you upset mike <gasps> nah, he's breathing deeply <laughs> I don't know if that wasn't a breathe deeply but whatever <gasps> the light's coming in the window i i lay back down i'm thinking maybe it'll just go away or turn or something now
2: mike take a look around the room using all of your senses are you still seeing the light
1: describe what is happening I turn on my side Uh, Light's still there I uh uh, Light's coming through the shades It's like a a bright light coming through Light's coming in
2: Now turn and look at Gina Is she asleep?
1: Gina is asleep Yeah I I think The light it's getting very bright In the room Light's coming in just Very bright light in the room Um I'm laying on my back. My head is up. I see. I see those things coming through the window. Okay. Everything
2: is very sharp and clear. Describe those things coming through the window.
1: They're like um. Like shadows in the light. They move in. I see uh, four shadows. One went across on my right side, and the other three stopped at the foot of the bed. I, I can't see the three very well.
2: Okay. Take a look at the one on your right side. You can see very clearly
1: and describe what he is doing. It's just looking at me. It has a large head. uh, Like a very pointed chin. I, I, I can see this one very clearly. Very large. Very black eyes. Uh, oh, I, I see a hand coming up. He has something in his hand. Long pointed thing. I think he put that in my ear, I don't have pain. I have this buzzing in my ear,
2: high high pitched. Okay, take a deep breath and describe what's being put into your ear.
1: I'm trying to take a look at it. It's a small thing that has like a cage over it or something, oh, that high pitched noise.
0: From here, the things kind of break down again. He gets really like nervous and it, it all kind of comes to an end. Um, He does say that the the whole time, the thing on his right-hand side while I was being put into his ear, just stared at him just like the whole entire time and then pulled the thing out with the cage missing at the top or whatever. And said from then on, he kinda had that high-pitched noise coming from his ear. And while that's the end of his particular Coronado experience, he goes on and says afterward, apparently the abduction scenarios started picking up and they started getting really strange to the point where at one point, um they end up taking him and he describes what basically the greys do is they put a thin tube up his penis and sick yeah it like it painful until they take the pain away and then they bring out what he describes as like a long thin cup and they literally do something to a machine and he says he orgasms and they collect the seed so remember when i'm talking orgasm machines from the greys Here's another example of of what that may or may not be.
1: This was later, though, you're saying? This was later. He's
0: still like, so after the Coronado experience, his abductions started uh, happening more frequently um, than they had in the past. And that's what? like they kind of built up to like this... that and very strange. Uh, it's very strange <laughs> for them to collect him and, and do some weird jizz collections. So, you know, that's that's what happened to him. That is so wild. Yeah. Everything is so similar. Exactly. Yeah, it's, everything's very similar. They all run that same thread now. But this one is years later,
1: though, right? This this time is going back? The jizz time? No, the, the
0: recounting of all
1: this stuff. It, it's like...
0: Uh, a little under a year, just about a year later. February 21st, 1995 is when this is coming from. The abduction happened on March 25th, 1994. Not so like
1: it's, none of this... Bless all of their hearts. I really wish them all the best. But like... It's really hard from an evidentiary standpoint to be like, well, they clearly, they're all coming from the same place. Like, clearly, I it moved, must be real. I would have
2: moved faster. I would have moved faster myself.
1: Yeah, like, it's. this is why, you you know, if you ever watch the first 48, shout out to that show, like, the idea of investigations. You gotta, like, if you're doing investigations, you gotta get it quick or else everything falls apart. And we're at that point where every time something like this happens, it's like, well, five years later, after they went back, like... So much could have happened in that five years to convince them of what was real and what wasn't. Or for them to have talked to people and created a story. Like, it all could be lies. Like, all of it. Or it could all be real, but we will never know because this
0: is X number of years after the fact. You get why freaking UFOlogy is so infuriating, Jesse? Because that's all we have. <laughs> and the physical shit we do have is like, okay, maybe it's something, but it also could be nothing. And, and it's just... It's just in, it's like crazy. It's infuriating. Um, I'm with you.
2: Aliens (laughs) with psychic powers. It's like the Descartes situation. It's just a whole problem. (laughs) It's a whole problem.
0: Oh, God. Um, so we're going to actually skip over uh, the next one. However, uh, I do want to point out that the uh, the next one by a man by the name of Jesse who had a very similar Yo, situation. Mike and Jesse, Mike. It was another. J- yeah, it's very Ooh. no Alex though. But there's a Mike and Jesse and an Alice. Um, and an Alice. Jesse also heard Mike screaming. Yeah, there was an Alice. Uh, he also heard Mike oh, screaming. Uh, it was another gray experience three of them this time and another uh,
1: multi-gray all right look look no offense to the grays i'm over the grays we were promised other weird aliens would show up to this event and so far it's been all grays
0: we're getting to some other weirder ones but i'm sure that's why i'm like let's let's get past the this jesse abduction um again very similar there's like eventually four show up one is at the his feet and they like scrape his nails with something like his toenails and he doesn't know what they're doing he can't really see them he can just feel them uh while what? he sees like a figure one comes up to the side uh of him and uh yeah they just more shit like just weirdly happens nope. but nope. they leave him in bed and take his wife and his wife melanie uh like they see is the, he sees a light hitter she levitates and he's like desperate to try and stop her but the alien by his bed keeps him down just by like with a touch And she disappears and eventually comes back uh, with something having happened to her, which uh, Melanie refused to not only be interviewed for this book, she refused to be hypnotically regressed as well. She didn't want to talk about the experience. She wanted to forget Coronado entirely. And the author goes on to say that she respects her wishes and will not push any further about how she feels about gentlemen. That. Um, interesting. So listeners. Again, another another thing where it's, it's so traumatic, some people just it can ruin their lives. Like they just don't want to think about it. Barney Hill was like that for a, a long, long time. Or it um,
1: wasn't real and she doesn't want to make stuff up. Anyway, I mean, I
0: don't know if that's I want to point I, like
1: I want to point I must say this.
0: Okay, yeah, please do.
1: To any alien grays listening. That's some shoddy science work there, pal. You're telling me they went in one room, scratched a guy's feet. Went in another room, poked a guy's ear. All at the same time. Where, again, where is the, we poked everyone's ear. We scratched everyone's Well, they everyone's came back feet. and poked Alex's ear. Like, there's no scientific method here.
0: Exactly, though. But that's what's so fucking, like, that's what's so weird. All these abduction, all abduction stories. For There's a weird, like, dream, almost, like, kind of tinge to it. Like, the, the, the science doesn't make any sense. It doesn't adhere to any scientific method that we know You must understand how
1: insane it, like, truly, when you think about it, truly, it sounds made up. Like, you must understand. Yeah, I know. This. No, I. you think I don't understand this. You don't think I don't understand? I'm, I'm talking to the audience at large. Like, oh, okay. if they said, if everyone said the alien came in and poked my butt, I would be like, everyone. wow, the aliens, the, yeah, if everyone was like the alien came in, poked my butt, left the room, I would be like, okay, they're doing a the thing. The aliens have a plan. You're like, if you're telling me the gray showed up, <laughs> did a bunch oh, of different yeah. things to different people and then left, none of that makes any sense. And it isn't like, I would have, If I was a secret government organization working with the aliens. I'd be like, y'all, you can't, why? What are you doing this for? And if
0: they gave me any reason, I, it wouldn't make sense. But that, But that's, I agree with you. Like that's, that's why I am so interested in these things because they're, they don't make sense, these don't adhere to anything we we really understand like it it's it's it doesn't there's no science behind any of it. it's all weird nonsense, but I hate
1: that that is then used to be like it's extrapolated to well, we can't understand them because they're aliens they're not like us, but like that's <laughs> it's true i mean that's, it's that's, it's that's, that's... that's the thing like a
2: lot of the same stuff is true regardless of whether they're real or not so it's like If the only difference is whether these things are real or not and they can have any powers and they can have any abilities and their science can be at any level, it really is hard. Like, it's possible that this all fully happened and we just don't believe it because it's so crazy. You know what
0: I mean? Like, who knows? That's the whole problem. Maybe that's And that's another thing. Maybe that's why this is happening. Maybe they're just trying to make us and poke at us and be like... You know, reality isn't as simple and straightforward as you would like it to be. Like, think outside the box. I mean, there's more to that's, reality that's the, than what you're seeing. You Time out. No, no, t- I'm not going to jump on that no. I'm not going to say no, that's no, what I no, think. No, 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 <laughs> you're no. telling
1: me that if <laughs> I, I snuck in your room at night. No, whoa. If I snuck in your room at night, dressed in like a, as a clown, and started poking <laughs> your feet, and then was like... Question reality mathis, you'd be like
0: it makes it checks out. I wouldn't be like it checks out. I'd just be like I'd be left with so many questions and and like curious. curious. You're right. You would have a lot of questions. Cuck, I'm just saying, man. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like I'm not saying that's what it is. I'm just saying like that's it's a very small possibility that that's all these things are just poking at us or they're like they're using us as their anchor to come into our reality too, which we've talked about before.
1: I just, I just have to, there's so many levels to alien abduction. Yes. And the idea that aliens exist, 100% buy, like the, the, the level is so very clear. Like aliens exist, buy in completely. Aliens visited earth. Maybe I have no answers. Aliens abducted people. Okay. We're going to like all right I mean I have if one person was abducted right. and everyone else is lying still one person was abducted so like okay but eventually we come down far enough where it's like the aliens went to a hotel and then did multiple different things to multiple different people all at the same time at a UFO convention, and then people just like over the next few years all start to line up in a story about what really happened. Like that is the extreme of like, nah, I can't go there. I can't do that.
0: <laughs> so wait, where where is your limit then? Like, where are you? Where are the the limits of your belief? Like, what what has to happen other than like an alien landing in front of you? Like, what what would somebody st- like? If it was only two experiences from two different rooms of people instead of seven or so, would that be more believable to you?
1: I I will say that I was more accepting of this as a story when it was two women in this room, shit went down, one of them was worried that something was going on, she brought this on everyone, and she heard screaming from another room. The minute we got into what was happening in the other room, and then he said his story. And then another group of people apparently had the exact same crazy stuff happen, except he was like foot but slight scraped. differences, slight differences. Yeah, but between it's, them. once that starts to happen, once we start to have more and more and more examples all happening in one space, then it falls apart, right? Like if it does, like it does, like damage the the, mm-hmm. the the the
2: sort of like uniformity of the story, right? Right.
0: Yeah, you know, for sure. It it makes it it definitely makes it way harder to swallow. Um, And I don't know, like it's do you think that's why I guess the Coronado group abduction is not looked at as, say, intensely as the Betty and Barney Hill case, who are a solo event. But granted, they, you know, they came forward with it. It didn't like it ruined a lot of their lives even coming out about it. Um, if it but, was a boating convention instead, it would be a lot more believable. Exactly. 100%.
1: Yes, this is like the one dude is literally like, so I'm laying there in bed reading the UFO magazine and then I go to bed and the aliens show up at the UFO convention.
0: He was like, I'm so tired that I could barely keep my eyes open. He, start, he It's possible he started dreaming about UFOs, but again, then you have to look to everybody else. Who also had weird experiences? So is it? They're really?
2: at a UFO convention, though.
1: You know what I mean? Like they—they
0: are thinking know, about. UFO, know, yeah, yeah
1: also, they're thinking I mean, about UFOs. Look, no offense to UFO convention attendees. I would love to be one. All I'm I saying is that there's also going back to the Crucible the idea that if one person says, "Last night I was abducted," how many people are going to say, "Oh, I was abducted too last night"? That's so crazy. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah, that happens. Yeah, hundred percent. That happens yeah, with I mean, stuff
2: I, like, like there was a lady who was like, "Yeah, I was, I was like in nine 11 and she like wasn't, you know.
0: Like, there's all yeah. kinds of stuff. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh my god, I actually forgot about that lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She like capitalized on that as much as she could before she got outed. Look, we
1: might have had a president that that made some stuff up about nine eleven too. So like, whatever. No you
0: know. way. No way. way. <laughs> Not. You at may all. have
1: had a lot of presidents that made a lot of stuff
2: up
0: about a lot of things. Yeah god all right i don't want to go down that road okay anyway um so (laughs) there's a bunch more i'd love to go through but we're just going to focus on one last one um but before we do do you remember when alice if we go back to alice's case from the second episode afterwards she said that uh the aliens were mad at her for taking out her implant um and like because she said she she didn't really give any came and
2: jammed another one in her
0: ear yeah or you know yeah in her ear yeah yeah that's right she did say that actually yeah you're correct you're correct um, there is a the, the there is somebody else who didn't who wasn't part of that group abduction um, who kind of talks about his name is John something similar happening to him where he ended up having uh, finding something in his body uh, that he didn't recognize that and he had had abduction events we will call them throughout his life and eventually he had it removed because it was just causing a little bit of pain and it was bothering him and had been bothering him for years but when they brought when he took it back out he was fine they didn't they didn't uh bother him for a long while how, or for a little while rather until he took that piece back like he they gave it back to him uh cuz he wanted it and then the aliens started showing up again and apparently were extremely mad and during his regression sessions he's is basically the entire session begging the aliens like screaming it's me it's me i swear to god oh god it's me no 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 it's me and, like begging them being like you don't have to do it again it's me i'm sorry and they were like re-putting the implant back in him but they didn't take the pain away um they were it's like flashes of, so like, of like him like being held scornful down
1: full kind S- of like almost yeah like
0: almost like a, how dare you fucking take this out mm. now you know this never take this out again um if somebody did and, this to a rat they would be out of there <laughs> i mean again if if grays are not biological and they're more uh, cybernetic, I guess, or more mechanical rather they have, than they are- f-
1: Then why would they have like a that in them? You know what I mean? Like if these are advanced beings and they aren't, they're, they're like machines, why do they have like a, you took it out? Well, now we're gonna put it back in, you big asshole. Like why would they act like that?
0: That goes back to the 12 alien races of the greys may be more of a servant race or species to the tall whites, or uh, I don't think they were reptilians. There's like I'm a couple not, of things. Or no, remember those human something hybrids also who had their own planet out there. Uh, the point like is kind of the thing. specifics. Trying to break
2: down the specifics based on what people would do is
1: sure, sure. Uh, it's, a, just...
2: it's a short, it's a short period to walk down, right? Like it's hard yeah. to do that, right? Exactly. Yeah, I don't know, yeah. but yeah. I, I mean, we all know that it sounds unlikely. We yes. all know that it sounds like, probably what happened was they made it all up, right? Like, even, even like, like the things that we're saying that support this, like, the fact that they are all in a support group together, the fact that they all know each other, like, that kind of makes this interesting in a way, but it also makes it a lot in that, you know, they're all profiting off of the fact that they've seen UFOs and they have books that they've written and things like that. It's like, you know, the writing's on the wall on one hand, but I guess we'll have to see. Like, you know, if we ever make contact, you know, if we... If uh, you know, the 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 veil is lifted, you know, and we find out yeah. that, oh yeah, Grays were collecting fucking ear samples from everyone for years. Who know you know, like who knows? I yeah. I would feel bad for calling these people crazy.
0: No, then. that's the thing too. Again, I fully believe that they believe something happened to them. Like yeah. I, I think they've convinced themselves one way or another, whether it actually happened or didn't, that something happened there. So the last people we're going to talk about is the room that contained a man by the name of Gary. And the thing that's important to know about Gary is he also has had, of course, experiences in his past. But the one that he that I find interesting is one that happened in 1977, where he woke up in his uh, house with his wife next to him and he woke up to something touching his feet. When he looked over, he saw two small silhouettes like at the foot of his bed so he leapt out of bed ran downstairs to grab his shotgun and he basically was like i'm gonna kill anybody who doesn't belong here and as soon as he grabbed his shotgun he heard uh um his i think he said his brothers walked into the house for the night and uh when he made it back upstairs they were gone so but that could also you know rationally looking at it that could also be like a half dream you ever wake up and think you see something or yes. you wake up and you hear your name being shouted um All or something time. along those lines that, yeah. yes yeah, exactly. Woman. Like, who knows? He could have been, aw- he could have woken up and then there, you know, he just, he thought he saw something because he was only half awake, shot of adrenaline, he ran down the stairs. And of course, when he came back, there was nothing there. Somebody could have put fucking mushrooms in his tea. Like anything could have happened. You know I, mean, I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, in the seventies. Yeah, maybe, maybe, yeah, definitely. Anytime, today. <laughs> um, I mean, also, yeah, very true. So we're going to talk about obviously though uh, the experience that happened in, to him in the Corona and coronado and they, they, the way he describes the creatures here is they they do somewhat find the, the kind of fit grays um, but it, it's his where you see um, I think it's his we'll, we'll go through it where a tall white accompanies them uh, and what he ends up seeing and this is going to be uh, we're going to cut through a lot of the the bulk of it. Can I ask it. a question? Yeah. It,
1: it, my assumption, yes. And I don't know how much longer we're going, but my assumption was this was a Yovo convention where a bunch of different
0: aliens showed up.
1: But so far, it's just all been greys.
0: Greys are the majority of it.
1: Oh man, <laughs> I'm genuinely. <laughs> we, unless disappointed. you want to go,
0: okay. I will say this: unless you want to go four episodes and talk about every single case, no, that no. I'm happened. talking about specifically this event.
1: Right. My assumption was that this was a UFO conference where every alien also came to the conference, and I was like, that is phenomenal. I was super excited for that, and it's just the same gray showing up again being like, I'm going to poke you. That's so disappointing to me. I was, like, so hyped that, like, <laughs> yeah, one of them was a tall white, and one of them were these, like, bird what? things, because you explained all these so- aliens at the beginning, and we're just talking about grays.
0: Because I realized if we talked about all their past encounters, it would be about five episodes of talking about this thing as we go through all of their experiences leading up to it. And but why I thought it we, was
1: going to be uh, my- There are others I'm that show up. The or brown ones like me, show It's up, only one the, episode. I'm feeling I mean? yeah, completely like green um, stoned right now. Uh, you're is, I are green greenstoned. How dare you? Dare little little green stone is what I am right Absolute now. You, feel great? you. You little green stoned me and I am excited. Interested. So upset
2: confident in a fine, in a great conclusion.
1: We talked about 12 <laughs> aliens. I expected to see most of the 12 show up to this thing. Like we're here to party and it's just been great. And now you're like one tall white also appeared. <laughs> what?
0: <I'm> so disappointed, <laughs> immensely disappointed, but okay. All right. Well, so I want, so oh God, you make me want to do like two more episodes, but I just can't, I can can't all be one carve episode, out that man. time. I can can't be one. go read this book. Re- like again, I really enjoyed reading this book. It's called Coronado: The President, the Secret Service, and the Alien Abductions by Yvonne Smith. I'm telling you, man, it's a good read. How
1: is the president even involved? It was like next door. He was there that- again. Because I'm
0: not talking about. Because I'm deliberately cutting out the parts where they're regressing and talking about the Secret Service following them around, where they might actually be Men in Black and not Secret Service with the way they hang about. Because they- again, we'd be talking about fucking everything we'd be just here all day long I, i'm getting to the alien stuff but no other aliens showed up mathis no other aliens showed up nah that's not true but we're just like to talk about what do you mean all it's not true them. you said that in the past they showed up three so three different types of aliens show up here with a potential fourth if you can because somebody said they saw what are a the nordic three types show of, all right what are the three types of aliens so grays yeah whites, one tall one tall white don't say tall whites plural. Who mind you accompanied the greys, which goes into the theory that the greys like may boys. be subservient yeah. to the tall whites, I do not, which I do comes not like from that the I twelve alien races. I am not saying that that shit does not quickly devolve into racist nonsense, I'm not, I'm not and not it absolutely does. And you should not absolutely like do not These believe subservient to the tall whites. Like I, I no, know, but, no. but they, okay. So but to be clear, the tall whites look like taller greys with white skin and big right. black eyes. Right, right, the, right, Nordics right. They're not the, the Nordics are the look yeah, like yeah. the blonde racist aliens. It's just the phrasing <laughs> is very like... I, it's a terrible way to to, to identify them. The best like, way to just, describe
1: it is, is, and you've seen this now, Mathis, at the end of Close Encounters, there is, true, I have is seen it the little per- tiny dudes who come out and take the hands, and then this like big tall-ass dude comes out, and that's the tall white. That would white. be the tall white. Yeah, right, that would be the right, tall right, whites.
0: Right, so that's right. literally exactly correct, except none of the encounters with the Grays are ever that peaceful ever if they were that peaceful i feel like we would have known about them already but uh it doesn't um so we're gonna t- <laughs> you lose them, you're losing you're i'm spiraling jesse i'm spiraling let That's me give you a my picture fault. you
1: promised me multiple here, aliens here i'm I gonna be here, okay. lizard men i thought it was gonna be like that one you dude, gotta this, do what i did you gotta open no, no, with, the, gotta open I'm just with
0: the compelling imagery here is a, an image drawn of somebody who believed in their in their uh encounter a man by the name of Jesse's, uh, I think it's a different Jesse. Here is a, what he calls, accompanying the tall whites and the grays, a hybrid. This is what uh, the image of a hybrid he drew, which simply- Starchild?
1: Whoa!
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, all right, that's, you know, that's
1: pretty interesting.
0: Yeah, exactly. And they say that-, uh, that this Looks like ap- 70s album art. Looks like the yeah. teacher from Freaks and Geeks. So the the context behind this photo is: this is a drawing of a star child that had died, and what? it was a sheet. This these this little thing over isn't it's, its hair. It's a sheet that was over the the dead star child, the dead hybrid. And they just and brought it with them. They brought her over, and they they said that this person needed to be part of the ceremony to send off this dead
1: hybrid. Oh, because like Jesse was the dad.
0: Yeah, they say, yeah. Uh, the audience said, quote, the audience rose to their feet. After wrapping the child in the cloth, a craft appeared above the arena and hovered over it. The a arena? A beam of light shone from the craft onto the child on the stage. The child was lifted up into the craft and the craft moved off. Time disappearing out. What? Ta- whoa. into the time sky. Out. Time the out. tall white being said to me, again telepathically, thank you for giving us your children. Stop,
1: <laughs> time out, stop, whoa. Mathis. <laughs> That Michael voice. Martin, are you telling <laughs> Thank me? You for
2: giving us your.
1: Children. Are you telling me that we spent two episodes going through like I'm seeing something come to the window alone when we could have been with like I went to the arena and the
0: tall white spoke. Wait, that's so much better. Do you want to know why? Because this is half a page of a thing and then it's left and never talked about again. Well, that's why come I know this up. is all lies.
1: Because that's it, the Jesse. one thing
0: I would believe. That dude is like, I went to the space
1: arena. And when I was there, the aliens took my star child. That shit's compelling and fun. That's, the,
0: oh, man. Yeah, this person was milked for their seed very similarly Instead, I had well. to read
1: the word huge as H-U-G-H <laughs> like eight times. Fuck. <laughs> I'm so upset. This is I have been greenstoned again. I'm so outraged.
0: You have not been greenstoned. Absolutely not. I take offense to saying that I greenstoned, greenstoned, greenstoned you. Me. I take offense to you taking offense to, to being greenstoned. <laughs> well, until you finish the trilogy, it's an apt description of what happened. Who said I haven't already? Me. You said wait, me, what? Jessica, you finished
1: it? Me and everyone listening right now says okay. you alright. Well, have, all right. well you know what? Cosy comes out. Like he
2: hasn't come see come sir
0: you know come see come sir also look at these this is another picture drawn as they describe the creatures that uh used a flashing blue light uh over them just to give you another photo of what like some of these other creatures that showed up look like and you this is man this guy you know what this guy was probably is a pretty good artist. He calls them the gray ones, but look at how they look in comparison. Dude. They have like a skeleton face. This guy, with like I want this guy to do like a show poster. Like weird spindly, like sharp nails and shit, which like grays don't ever have. They don't have nails. Uh, they, they don't look have-
1: look like those dudes from uh, uh, Doctor Who. Yeah, he's
0: almost got like a sonic screwdriver. They look like a frisky dingo. Um, These guys, he calls them the gray ones, but again, also grays don't have wrinkles on their skin, and and he draws them to have like wrinkles on there, where like their shoulders sink in on their fingers. So he's like, I definitely saw they they do not fit any of the uh, of the description that that you know grays are typically. But these dudes are pretty chill, though, though, right? They were like, come to the funeral. No, this this device that he's holding over him uh, caused immense pain whenever it flashed blue. Uh, it was a pure painful experience for for this guy when he was taken by what them. am I what am I looking at with that little shape on the end
2: there is that like energy going like bam like an emoji yeah, like the
0: blue light that's like the flash of the light whenever a blue light was emitted from that thing it, it like caused insane amounts of pain for him. I see okay. um and, and but but again I have to put an asterisk this didn't come about until hundreds of hours of regression therapy huh right. And, hundreds and that, of hours hu, exactly hundreds of hours and at that point i don't know man hypnotherapy is already wishy-washy you know it's whether it's actually real or not at 100 hours or whatever in are you not just fanficking yourself yeah hundreds point? of hours that's like scientology shit yeah exactly i don't know it's just very very strange however um that's not who are you because you got me on a you put me on a freaking S- side thing there jesse look Godganic.
1: it's not my fault that I just discovered that this other Jesse had the best story out of all of them and you just skimmed over it
0: the final final abduction that we're gonna cover here and i'm leaving again there's like four other ones uh in the book is the room that had Sam and Gary now sam and Gary had relatively similar experiences but I'm not gonna go over both of them. I'm just going to go ahead and use Gary's side of things uh, because he was able to, for whatever reason, um, see a bit more. Though I will say uh, the interesting part about Sam's abduction is that while he was there, he uh, almost could see Gary near him. He he, he thought he, he saw Gary on a table, but he was unable to move his head. The aliens were keeping him there. And at one point, as most of them were dealing with Gary and only one person was here with Gary. You know what? This is worth reading. We'll do it real quick. We'll go through this. It's only about a page. So they're asking like, what are you seeing now? Uh, is where we'll start. Who wants to be Sam? Uh, obviously we know who Sam is. Uh, Jesse, you're Sam, obviously, and what now? And you're the uh, therapist. So please take it away. Oh, I'm, it's the same one. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's the same. It's the same, same therapist.
1: Who is Sam again?
0: You are Sam. No, I mean uh, like he is. He's room, he was rooming with Gary, and he is. I want to say he's uh, his age is like in his forties as well. Yeah, uh, but here's the
2: thing. He's like Jamaican, and he's like wild dude. He's just he's totally a wild, crazy. He's pretty oh, down to earth. Every once in a while, he screams at the top of his lungs in the middle of talking. It's
1: crazy. He's wild. my apologies to everyone from the beautiful beautiful so, <laughs> island don't, do don't, it. Do it. <laughs>
0: don't do it don't do it what evil have I wrought this is like my Frankenstein <laughs> moment um, just so you know the lead in question for what he's about to answer is she's just saying remember you're safe now you're just reporting what's happening take some deep breath and describe what's happening to you and this is in the room after him and Gary went to bed I can't do this uh, yeah maybe alright uh, Just you know what do How's
1: the that? old
2: man from left for dead how about that
1: no no, no. <laughs> All right. Um, I don't know. There's this. I feel very tingly, buzzy. I'm aware of my body and it's very com- compacted. Uh, very tight little package. <laughs> God damn. Oh, very, nice. I wanted a very tight little package. Uh, very, oh, Sam. Very tight little package. And.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I w- Sam. Okay. <laughs> Can you say that one more time? <laughs> very oh. tight little package. <laughs> It's like mm. a little tight, little package, like a little. Just a tight, yeah, little off
2: that thing. I get it, Sam. You know, I don't
1: even have to hypnotize you for this. And I can see it. This is gonna sound crazy, but I, I saw like a blue something go between the beds. How can I describe
2: this? Using all of your senses, feeling all around you, just just verbalize what is happening.
1: Um, it, it, it's not light. It's like an object, but it was blue. It's not lit internally but uh, was a membrane of something that went between the beds. I, I saw it move by, and then I see a trail of white behind it.
0: Is there strange directions I'm missing? Sorry.
1: There's a long pause. i become upset. Oh, gotcha. Sam, you're safe now. Just describe what's happening. Uh, there, there's something moving around the room. There's activity. I, I think I'm almost hearing the rustling of paper. Kind of like crackling. There's like a whirling almost it's like something that's coming around the bed almost i see this red light that's up from me on my left i don't think it's a smoke detector i really don't it's moving towards me it's bigger and and brighter than a little led you're doing fine sam just keep verbalizing i'm getting chills it's dark and there's this Red light overhead, and there's this membrane thing around me. I've never seen anything like this. I I, I see a shadow trying to come through the membrane. I don't know what this membrane thing is. It went around the bed, and it it tightened in somehow. It's kind of blue, and it's, like, transparent. I I get the feeling that it's moving. I I think there's something behind the light. (gasps) Oh, it's close to my face now. I, I I thought I saw a face. I mean, those eyes.
0: He's being freed from the Matrix. Okay, take a deep
2: breath now, Sam. You will be able to get through this without the fear. Just report to me what's
1: happening. I'm, I'm not sure I'm in the motel room. There's a brighter light over top of me now. Is it the red light? No, it's whitish yellow, moving slowly from the top of my head down towards the middle of my body, but... It seems like it could be 10 feet above me. Uh, The membrane is spinning around where I'm laying. It's lowering. It's coming down, but it's just black beyond it. I'm definitely not in my bed anymore. I I don't feel the covers. Whatever I'm laying on feels kind of hard. I'm in
2: some kind of room. Now, take a look around you and describe
1: the room. Uh, it looks like a, a... a round white tent on the inside. It has like a a bowl or dome shape, like a a bowl upside down. There's no straight walls,
2: really. Now using all of your senses, your mind is very sharp and clear. Do you sense any noise or movement around you in this room?
1: His eyes move rapidly under his eyelids. I'm trying to look around. I get the sense that there's another table or whatever it is I'm lying on. I can see peripherally on my right is another table. I think there's somebody laying there. Oh God, it looks like Gary.
2: You're doing fine, Sam. Try and take a good look at that person and describe what
0: you're seeing. So, so the last link will be the last part of this particular regression uh, of what Sam was able to glimpse from his time. Oh no, there's there's somebody here.
1: It's so weird. This dome is distorted somehow. And In the distortion is some kind of entrance. There are two beings there, and they're engaging in some sort of conversation, definitely wearing dark uniforms or suits, but I can't see them real well because it seems like my head is in one position. Oh, God, I I keep thinking, is that Gary? I I think it is. I mean, it looks like him. It really does. Sam, is anyone with him? No. They want me to go back to sleep, and, and I'm telling them no. They're telling me we don't want you awake during this part. It's like she finds this amusing in a way, but annoying in another that I, I wake up all the time.
2: I told you she'd come back. Do you get the impression that it is female?
1: Well, it seems like it's the attitude, a look in her eyes. I, oh, I. I'm trying to turn my head to look at what I think is Gary. I'm sure it's him and they don't want me to look at him. I'm not to worry. And they tell me, you know, we're not going to hurt him. She tells me to be calm and she puts her hand on my head. I feel like I'm part of her, like she's family. Now your senses
2: are very sharp and clear. Observe everything that is happening in that room.
1: Just continue to verbalize. Well, I can just see peripherally. I can kind of look over with my eyes enough to see stuff, but it hurts to look that far over where Gary is. I want to say three, maybe two on his left and one on my right, they're bent over him. The two on his left are, are bent over close to his abdomen, and the other seems to be holding him at bay like the one who's dealing with me right now. She says something like, You don't remember, do you? And my response is, I don't remember what. And she looks at the others now, but she's got her hand on me, and she's bent over, and she's looking over her left shoulder at the others. I get the feeling there's communication going on. Uh, The others have something. I I can't make it out. Something long? Long instrument tubes? I just can't make it out that well. I don't really feel frightened. Her hand feels warm, but I don't mean physically i mean that her touching me puts warmth inside of me deep in a way that i've never felt from anyone else she says something about something to me about gary is different than you are she said his name sam do you understand when she says that gary is different than you she says that i know what she means and i think i know but i resist believing although i consider it's possibility it's just hard to take it straight from her oh she means that i'm connecting with them and he's not and not all the others are either but we are very interested in them a definite sense of, you don't have to go through what he has to go through
0: and that's kind of where yeah it's just again maybe they're talking about unable to like you know easily cyclically or telepathically communicate with them and the like Um, And I didn't realize how long we'd been running. So I'm going to end up ending the episode just about here. But the one thing Gary saw that and uh, somebody else as well saw, forget, I think his name is Mike actually, Um, begins with an M anyway, is maybe all of these people were abducted and put into the same room, just unable to see one another. At least the memory was pulled because one person said they were able to see not a, a number of bodies all laid out and they drew a picture. And you can see where MC is marked. John is over there. They're like, they, that's just the person they know each other, but then the rest, they're not sure who they are. People in different, you know, states. Somebody looks like they're sitting up and talking. Somebody's got like them looking down on them. Uh, a few others just kind of lying around. Uh, so it's possible that these people were all abducted and brought into the same ship by the same crew all at the same time and all had different things done to them. What's weird is that Mike Evans didn't even get taken. They just put something in his ear and like left him alone uh, in the bed. Um, but because there's just so much more to go about, none of it will give you the answers you're all seeking. I think this is where we're going to have to end the Coronado abduction experience. Dang. And while we walk away from it, probably feeling, if not uh, conflicted, if not more doubtful than we maybe where we began, it still sits as an interesting case because we don't have... A definitive answer and what physical evidence we have can't be outright dismissed but also isn't nearly enough to prove something ended up happening and that's the frustrating part and the fascinating part of well just all alien topics in what general. Happens. but uh, and with coronado experience in particular even when we talk about um one of the ones that happens out in england with the military we'll be walking away well, we'll talk about that one way in the future. Walking away still with doubt because of the weird different experiences people who were right next to each other in the open had with the same vessel. And I think that will be the next Alien series we do uh, here on Chaluminati. But until then, I'm just going to cap it off here. This is a long one. we could go on forever. Thank you, boys, for strapping in and coming along yay! for another crazy, yay, yay, yay. weird, hard-to-control alien alien topic that... Gives you none of the answers and feeds probably Jesse's doubt just a little bit more. Um, but we're off to go do a mini-sode for patrons. Head over to patreon.com slash Pod. You can get m- rotten popcorn episodes, mini-sodes. We've got uh, ad-free episodes, access to our Discord, free posters and art every month. All kinds of shit. So go check I always it out. Say, I always say that that's the website. That is, you know what? You're actually right. The, you say you would call it the website? I would say that's the website. Thank you guys so much for listening. We appreciate your support, and we'll see you next week. Bye. 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 Anyway, me and my wife were sitting outside indulging on our porch one night, enjoying ourselves. I needed to go to the bathroom, so I stepped back inside, and after a few moments, I hear my wife go, holy shit, get out here. So I quickly dash back outside, and she's looking up at the sky in the fall. I look up, too, and there's a perfect line of dozen lights traveling across the sky.